This is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions based podcast diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, NoNonsenseForex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 55 is brought to you by Blueberry Markets. By the next time you hear this podcast, the Blueberry Markets loss coverage bonus and their MacBook Pro giveaways will be over. So make sure if you still need a Forex broker, a new Forex broker, or a second Forex broker, and you're outside of the United States, click the link down below in the show notes. It will take you to the blog that will give you all of the information you need. Along with my link, you must click on that link to be eligible for all of this. Even if you already have a broker you are happy with, click the link, get the bonuses, trade on Blueberry. You will probably like them better. You will certainly like the customer service better because you will have your own personal service representative. It's an easy choice, traders. Make that choice now. It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, and hey, crypto's pumping, finally. But who out there believes that this is a V-shaped recovery and we are going nowhere but up? Does anybody believe that? Uh, Did anybody listen to my podcast last week? Now, if it really was a V-shaped recovery, this will be twice now that I have anti-called the bottom. And that is worth a lot of money. (laughs) That is a special superpower. Uh, But I have a feeling this is mostly going to be simply a retracement. And whether that retracement appears on the daily chart or the weekly chart is yet to be seen. But I think there's way too much bearish undertow out there. So many things that haven't happened yet that still need to happen. And this is going to drag the entire market down with it. Now, like I said before, if I do get a signal on my charts, regardless, I will buy a little bit. I'll buy a little bit of all of these things that are on my watch list. Uh, But they will be small uh, because I am anticipating prices to go down from here. But regardless, welcome to podcast episode number two of my watch list series. The first one was XRP. Uh, But even though this is the second installment of the watch list series, I would say if I had to rank my watch list from one all the way down to wherever I have it, like seven or eight right now, this project is going to be number one. And if you can read headlines, you know exactly what this is. Now remember, contrarians, what is the number one thing we look for in markets like this? We are looking for projects and or companies who have been building and whose fundamentals have gone nowhere but up whilst the price has gone nowhere but down. What a perfect situation for contrarian investors. This is why we love Cardano. This is why Cardano is my top investment in the crypto space. Well, it was before, but it's even more so now. But a token I missed on in the past has now come back down to an area just above where I was looking at it for the first time. And that is going to be the Matic token from Polygon. Really stoked about this one dropping in price. And every day it would drop a whole lot. I would look at it and be like, I just don't understand why this is dropping more than others. Uh, But screw it, it did. And this works to our benefit. Now it has been pumping more so than other cryptos have this past week. Um, They've had a bit of news there, we'll talk about it. But even if you were to purchase it now, you were looking at about a 5x from its high. Now, I'll tell you now, as far as my watch list goes, this is actually on the lower end. A lot of my other uh, tokens on the watch list have even higher upside than this one. I think XRP had a 6x back when I was talking about it. Uh, But two things on that. One, we're not little kids. A 5x is an amazing investment, even if it takes years. 
Uh, and two, uh, the ability for Polygon to go even further beyond those highs, I think is extremely high because of not only all the things they're doing, but all of the things they've already done. So let's start jumping into that now. I will give one, I guess you can say bearish case for Polygon. And so as we all know, Polygon is a level two on Ethereum. Polygon for a long time was the only level two on Ethereum. It no longer is. Uh, you have some competition there, but my anti-bear case for that particular point is it really doesn't matter. Polygon is light years ahead of all of those projects. It is the top level two on the blockchain that most people still want to build on. And if they don't want to build on Ethereum because it's slow and inefficient, uh, which Ethereum axes, I'm sorry, it is. All these level twos and side chains wouldn't exist if it wasn't. Polygon is most people's top choice. There are over 19,000 dApps built on Polygon right now. They have a very robust NFT market. They're taking DeFi share little by little every single day. And I know people are down on DeFi, but long-term DeFi is the absolute future in my opinion. So this is definitely something to monitor. Now they host QuickSwap, which is wildly popular. And the longer Ethereum delays with their merge, which means gas prices will still be high, you know, the more attractive these options become. Now, moving on to some of the things that Polygon has done recently that I really like. One is they have come up with their own digital ID system, which I love the idea of. I've been following the Zion project, which is on the Bitcoin chain. Now, super duper privacy people are not going to like this just because of the nature of what it is. But if you really drill down and think about it, now, you know, I'm a privacy guy too. But what this allows, it allows you to claim ownership of every asset you own on the blockchain. Down the road, we're going to have all the rights to our content as content creators, for example, instead of the platform having those rights. Any NFTs we have, I mean, all of these things without actually having to disclose your real identity. The biggest thing this is going to prevent down the road is scammers. It won't completely get rid of them but it is going to put a dent in a lot of the things they try to do as long as these things get mass adoption, which I think is going to happen down the road. So I'm glad Bitcoin and Polygon are a step ahead of the game in this particular regard. Uh, digital ID to me is fascinating. Uh, and also one of the reasons why uh, Matic pumped this week is they just announced that Polygon is officially carbon neutral and will actually be going carbon negative real soon. You're like, well, that doesn't make a difference to me. Well, it makes a difference to a lot of people who matter. You know, we're seeing legislation get really tough. And they love to hide behind the veil of ESG and use that as a weapon to beat up on crypto. You know, once these scams and Ponzi schemes and poorly run companies finally wash out in the crypto market, and then you've also taken away that environmental hammer that they love to use, there's not going to be much left. Which means they're going to try to use it as much as they can up until then. Oh, and this, by the way, was exactly why the blog I wrote this week was so important. Uh, check out the, my blog post on Sam Bankman-Fried. I will link it down below in the show notes. Um, but the key to this whole thing is staying away from these environmental hammers because they will be wielded. But they're going to fail miserably if they try to use it against Polygon. So they're just not going to even try. Now you might be sitting there thinking, well, VP, proof of stake uses a tiny fraction of the energy that proof of work does, which is true, uh, but it also does use and consume energy. And if the opposing side wants to make those numbers look big, even though they aren't, you know, they're going to do it. 
but they can't do it when it comes to Polygon, because if they try, they're going to end up with a bunch of negative numbers. So, I mean, I could go on and on about all the projects they have added on just in this calendar year of 2022, but you guys know that on this podcast, I feel, and many of you feel, that the metaverse is going to be a very large part of our future. So this includes open world metaverses and absolutely includes play-to-earn gaming. You guys also know that I stay on top of this more than just about everyone else out there. And I'm an investor in this space and I always want to know what I'm investing in. So believe me when I tell you, if somebody were to ask me which blockchain out there is ahead of all of the other ones in the metaverse right now, it's Polygon. I hate to say it's not Cardano, but it's not. Polygon is killing it right now. You know, most blockchains' metaverse projects aren't even out yet. Like, you can't play them. But Polygon not only has a handful of ones you can go play right now, they have some of the top projects in the space. Keep in mind, this is where Sandbox is. And then if you go down the list just a little bit, you will find the top horse racing game in the space, Pegaxi. Uh, They have a very popular open-world metaverse project called Blocktopia, which is not out yet, uh, but has a lot of buzz and a lot of fans behind it. And then you have about eight or so projects kind of hovering around the middle. Some are out, some are not yet. And then more towards the bottom, you have about three or four projects in their early stages. Uh, But I run the social media numbers on these projects too, and even the bottom projects have a lot of buzz around them. No other blockchain out there has this combination of things going for them as far as the metaverse goes. They're not even close. You guys know as much as we love Cardano here, they don't have one project out there that you can actually go and play right now. But that's actually not uncommon. Most blockchains who are participating in the metaverse have one game, if that, and that game usually sucks. I mean, if you really sat back and looked at the data on this, you would see right away that Polygon is the pony you want to bet on in this particular case. If you're bullish on the metaverse at all, you cannot turn a blind eye to Polygon. Oh, and speaking of ponies too, there was another really big horse racing project on the Terra Luna blockchain. Why anybody was building a game on there, I'm not sure. But And this was set to rival Pagaxi and their other horse racing project, Zed Run, which is also big. I forgot that one too. Oh, because it's on Ethereum. That's why. Anyway. Um, But because Terra Luna crashed, uh, they just migrated right over to Polygon. So now Polygon just ate up their competition. Now pretty much holds a monopoly on horse racing games, which I don't know if you're a fan of them or not, but they are huge. They are some of the top earners in the space already. So don't sleep on something like that. I love everything I am seeing about this blockchain and about the Matic token. And if I have to pick some up early, I'll pick some up early. But man, I hope it goes lower too. Uh, because I'll be loading up on this one for the future. Contrarians, let me just tell you how contrarian we are right now. Um, I've been traveling lately. And anybody I've been talking to about crypto at all asked me the same question. Aren't most of those coins and tokens a scam? Are they Ponzi schemes? And my answer to them is half of them probably do fit one of those two descriptions. And if they don't, at least half, probably more. You know, just aren't very good projects to invest in. But we don't look at those. We don't worry about those here. But your average person just can't wrap their head around that. So to not only spend your time listening to podcasts like this, but spending your money on these projects while they're down in the dumps, to most of the world, even intelligent people, seems absolutely crazy. But we are simply doing as the rich do. And the rich aren't crazy. And we're not crazy. We're all just early.